is Sylvia Schneider and Diana Belbar with Equinely Inclined, the equine podcast for the internet horse community. Episode 190, Reflections on the 2019 Spruce Meadows Masters, recorded on September 30th, 2019. Brought to you in part by Pondside Digital Media with online strategy consulting and advising by sylviaschneider.ca. And this episode is also brought to you by you, our listeners, through your generous monthly support. Thank you for your support. Hi, I'm Sylvia Schneider. And I'm Diana Belbart. This episode will include... A reflection on our time at Spruce Meadows Masters in Calgary, Alberta. A special announcement about our podcast episode guide. Press conferences after the Canna Cup and the CP International at Spruce Meadows Masters. Reminders of what we should be thinking about at this time of year. Mm-hmm. And an interview with two lucky young girls who were surprised with an inspirational memento from Eric Lamaze. So, Diana, it's great to finally get together and record. Oh, yes, yes. Yes. And are you recovered from our week at Spruce Meadows? <laughs> I should hope so, because it's been a while. <laughs> but, you know, it was more of a vacation for me. It, it's not about recovering. It's only about catching up when I get home, and, and especially so close to winter. Yeah. Well, I think it's amazing that we had such a warm and green week. Uh, no autumn colors, though. <laughs> yeah. You know, talking about getting ready for winter already, and, and I'm going going to say it was like my one little piece of summer mm-hmm, yeah <laughs> so sun and heat were definitely missing from our lives yes yeah, summer. summer came oh to gosh. visit a couple of days this year but that was yeah. about it but you're right I don't think I've ever seen it so green in Calgary or up here in September the grass was still growing in <laughs> September that's so unheard of I know and they cut hay really late I, and they did which was amazing well it was hard to even get it off yeah so yeah well it's not so green now down in Calgary because I think they've had quite a bit of snow yeah I was talking to my sister there oh, uh, yes. she's down in mm-hmm. Claire's home and mm-hmm. yes uh, they had like thigh deep drifts oh my of snow goodness. down there with the wind and yeah. about 15 centimeters of snow but it'll all melt tomorrow you know yeah, well, or be taken away with a Chinook wind. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's the way it works down mm-hmm. there, but we aren't yeah, so yeah. lucky. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, well, it was a quiet time there, but it was very enjoyable as well. Mm-hmm. So what's your favorite yes. part of the week, Diana? Uh, well, you know, aside from the sun and, and, and <laughs> the enjoyment of watching those jumping horses up mm-hmm. close and personal, yeah. it's meeting great people and sharing stories and ideas. And, you know, I have to tell you one. So I met a couple from British Columbia, mm-hmm. and I have a great tip to share from that conversation now. Oh, do Maybe tell. Maybe other people have heard this, but I thought it was I thought it was very clever. Yeah. So they use electric fencing to control their pasture grazing, mm-hmm. and they move it a little at a time to allow their horses access to fresh grass. And mm-hmm. it's a frequent job, and so to save time, they, they like to disconnect and move it, and they just leave yeah. the horses in the field. But, of course, <laughs> the horses know it's disconnected, and they can be bothersome about trying to push through them. Right. So so she makes the ticking sound no, the ticking that the fence would make. Like t- yeah, she t- goes. T- t- <laughs> that's that's hilarious. And, yeah, and they fall for it. That's hilarious. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so I thought, you know, like that trick would work really well if you're using temporary electric uh, electric fencing on the trail and things like that. Yeah, too. yeah I just yeah. love it. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I always love the masters because oh, of yes. the special atmosphere and all of the extras on the ground. Well, you know, it's often been said that Spruce Meadows is like Disneyland for horse owners. <laughs> I've never been to Disney. Disneyland. So what does that mean? Well, it's a magical place. Oh, okay. It's a magical place. It's like so amazing. All right. Yes, <laughs> that's true. Uh, you know, my one of my 
favorite things is each year the Netherlands ships three metric tons of flowers mm-hmm. to Spruce Meadows yes. for the Masters Tournament. Yes. And Saturday is celebrated as Holland Day. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. uh, you know, I have family in Holland. Uh, yeah. My sister moved to Holland. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, um, there's special meaning behind it, too. Maybe we'll get into that another time. Mm-hmm. But the Facebook Lives we did on the Equinely Inclined Facebook page highlight the grounds and all the special events yes yes and you can visit the equinely inclined facebook page to see and hear more yeah uh you know one of the things i did there that i have never well i haven't done for ages was i bought myself a pair of breeks (laughs) and you know i mean i didn't even know that there was such a thing as winter breeks and so i bought a pair of winter breeks and so far i am loving them yeah it's really nice they're so warm well i did buy one thing too oh and I, I refresh bought, my I, memory. I just got them the other day. They just got shipped in the other day. Oh, okay. And it's a special set of stirrups for my granddaughter. Okay. So they're pony stirrups, but the um, they they face out. Mm-hmm. Basically, they don't fall back against the horse's side. They're mm-hmm. swiveled to stay out, and they've mm-hmm. got a good grip on them, and mm-hmm. they're a little tiny bit angled. And so it would be easy to pick up your stirrups. So if it's you... easier to pick up your stirrups. A little okay. more security. Ah, so yeah, great. Okay. Yeah. I actually should have bought them for me, you know. Mm. I'm the one that needs the security now. (laughs) So I'll I'll have to buy a bigger Mm. pair later. All right. (laughs) Test it out on the granddaughter, I see. (laughs) Well, I spent most of my summer working on a special project for the podcast and uh, working in visits to my lovely new filly foal when possible. Firefly. Yes. She's so adorable. Yeah. So, you know, people can join Equinely Inclined, the Equine Podcast uh, companion group mm-hmm. to see pictures and hear stories right yeah yeah if you just uh, search equine podcast uh, for as a group on uh, facebook you'll mm-hmm. you'll find the group yeah yeah and we're really enjoying picture sharing and story sharing in the group and we do polls and that sort of thing so people can engage and it's really interesting to hear what everyone's up to in their part of the world <laughs> yeah for sure now i i did say before i'm pretty excited when you told me your plans for your special project yeah um well you know we have over 200 episodes of the podcast now and of course i've had to pull down many of the episodes because they were just too costly to keep on the server for free downloading right and so you created an episode guide right and the the more i work on the the project the the more i appreciate all that we've done is really quite amazing over the last 12 years Mm -hmm. and and the guide is very handy yeah i'm looking forward to using it myself yeah and you moved the archive of episodes into a subscription platform so people can still listen to what is now actually exclusive content for a low monthly fee Mm -hmm. so how many episodes have you got there right now well i've got 50 uh and that monthly fee is low and it'll be increasing as i add more contents okay so are people that are subscribed now going to have to pay more as time goes on then, or do they continue to get the lower price? Well, if they get in on the lower price they and they subscribe, they will keep that low price even as the price increases, unless they unsubscribe. Oh, okay, yeah. well, don't do that. Yeah, then. if people come in after <laughs> the monthly rate increases, then they'll be paying the higher monthly rate. Okay, so what you're saying is this is exclusive content right. that people can find. They have access to it mm-hmm. for all time. 
for yeah. that fee. Yeah. And they have uh, as long as they're they have subscribed. A yeah. 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 And it, it's all exclusive content. You're not going to find these interviews and conversations anywhere else. Right. Yeah. And so um, how would we tell people how to take advantage <laughs> okay. of it? Yeah. Well, you know, it's a really super long um, URL. So uh, the easiest thing to do is to go to the Equinely Inclined Facebook page and I'll have a, um, a link to it there. Okay. But if you're not on Facebook uh, and you might want to jot this down, you have to go to bit.ly. So it's a short link, bit.ly, um, forward slash get the podcast episode guide. So that's like a title, get the podcast episode guide. So you have to capitalize the G and the T and the P and the E and the G. And it's uh, all with no spaces. So bit.ly forward slash get the podcast episode guide. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's yeah. not too bad. Yeah. And then follow the directions. You enter your email address so that you can get the download. And once you've confirmed your email address and retrieved the guide, the guide has information about where to find the subscription. So, yeah. Okay. And if, uh, if anyone runs into problems. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just message me on the Facebook page or send an email to podcast at CanadaEquine.com. Okay. Great. Great. <laughs> now back to Spruce. And, you know, Oh, so I have to say, yeah, it was a bittersweet time for me, too. I enjoyed every minute of it, Mm -hmm. but every chance we get to watch Eric Lamaze ride is like gold. Right, yeah. That's exactly how I've described it. It's like it's like gold and yeah. he's he was in top form that week mm-hmm. yeah. yeah well we felt we could talk to people about his health since he finally made it public in the spring because mm-hmm. he has an inoperable brain tumor if people haven't heard and he is he's such an inspiration mm-hmm. because he keeps going even though you know i mean he just wants to go as long as he can go and ride as long as yeah. he can well, ride. riding is everything and he's him. still inspiring all yeah. of his students absolutely mm-hmm. so you know people we spoke to especially those from other countries didn't necessarily they didn't they just didn't realize that right mm-hmm. so yeah <laughs> well the, like the couple from the states you were talking with a couple from the mm-hmm. u.s yeah. and oh they had amazing things to say about spruce meadows but they asked if eric was a friend because we were <laughs> whooping and hollering when he <laughs> was <laughs> You know, I mean, like, and we'd be whooping and hollering anyway. We would be, yeah. You know, yeah. just as we always yeah. did for Can- Captain Canada. Yes. You know, Ian Miller, people, yeah. who unfortunately but retired this even year. Even more so, yeah. But, yeah, but really, and we had to explain that he's an icon for us yeah. in the jumping world. Yeah, well, they were Western yeah. riders, so they didn't realize that. But, I mean, they love Spruce Meadows for the ambiance. And they come up and watch the show jumping, but they're not, uh, you know, staying tuned to yeah. what's going on in exactly. the world of show jumping. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So my favorite win for Eric was the Canna Cup with Chaco Kid. Oh, God, that was amazing. <laughs> he was first in the ring, and that's not always an envious position. Never. It's never an envious yeah. position, sorry. <laughs> and he roared through the course from the get-go. <laughs> I mean, my eyes were almost falling out of my head. He he set a blazing time, and we have a fun clip here from the press conference afterwards. It starts with the second-place finisher, Rowan Willis from Australia, followed by third-place uh, rider Kevin Stout from uh, France and ends with Eric's comments. Mm. So, you know, Eric liked the course and, mm-hmm. and he said it was a good track with really forward distances. Mm-hmm. And they did ask him what his plan was uh, going in first. And he said, uh, well, there's no such thing as nicely mm-hmm. in your first <laughs> So, and But it was a good course, I, I think, for Chaco Kid because we know he is a speed horse. Yeah. But one of the things that he did say is Chaco Kid is very 
careful over the front rail. So it's right. very careful over verticals. Mm-hmm. But if it's a wide oxer, yeah. that can be a problem because he'll jump too high mm-hmm. for the front rail, too far back, clear that front rail, right. and then come down on that second rail. Yeah. So he has to be very careful with him on those big oxers and make sure he knows just how big it is, I guess. Right. Well, we came into the middle of the uh, press conference with mm-hmm. my recording, so let's listen let's to have the a listen. rest of it. Yeah. So that, was that pretty much the plan, just to kind of let them, you know, rather than just take it, you know, do it nicely and, and finish it, just kind of go for broke and then... Well, there's no such thing as nicely here. <laughs> <laughs> go for broke is more what we, what we do. <laughs> yeah. and, and like you say, Taco Kid, you, you know what to expect from that horse and, and he really did what you Yeah, did. he's very careful. Uh, I've got to worry about sometime the back rail of the oxers because he is uh, so careful that he'll, he'll stand away from the front rail and that can make an oxer be a little wider. But in general, you can flat out run to a fence and, and feel that he's got his eye right on it and, and he's taking care of you. So uh, as a rider, we, we know the feeling of what that feels like and, and it just makes you want to ride faster and faster. So um, it's a great, uh, great feeling. Rowan, if I could ask you, uh, knowing what what the task was, um, that was awfully fast to, to, to try to, what was your sort of plan to, to, to eclipse that? Well, <laughs> it did just go faster, but it didn't work. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Eric didn't leave, didn't leave anything today. Um, so, I mean, I just tried to kick my fellow as hard as I could and do everything, but yeah, I was really happy with my horse and um, well done, Eric. Uh, further to that, uh, did either of you watch Eric's round? And and if so, did that change your game plan? Uh, Kevin, I'll ask you first. Did you watch Eric? Okay, my Mary is a bit special, so uh, I couldn't uh, go down from her. So I stand in the, in the practice arena and I watch on the big screen. And uh, normally when you watch on TV around, it always looks slower than what it is normally. But uh, already with that uh, big screen, I could see that it's no way to catch him. Oh, my <laughs> and the results are there. He's three seconds faster than second. And honestly, congratulations, because it was uh, abnormal uh, jump off. <laughs> and Rowan, same question for you. Did you watch Eric's round? I didn't actually see it. I was, I was warming my horse up. But when, when Eric's in the lead, you know that you have to give it all to try and beat him. So... Um, yeah, Eric, congratulations. Um, can you just talk a little bit about riding here at Spruce Meadows in front of uh, the Canadian fans who, uh, you know, just adore you and uh, what you will expect this weekend um, from those fans? Well, I mean, we have we have such a... I think to support everyone, to be honest. I, I, I'd hate to say they only support Canadian. I think the fans here are well-educated. I think they'll cheer us down for France as they will cheer for any country uh, represent, being uh, showcased in the Nations Cup or in the Grand Prix. I, I have found that it's, uh, the, the fans are, are fair player. But yeah, we do, we do have a little louder noise as we come in the ring as a Canadian. But uh, they, they clap just as hard when, when uh, the, the European French rider uh, puts in a clear round. I think that they appreciate the effort and they know how hard it is. 
to go to uh, through the weekend here at Spruce Meadows with one of the toughest Nations Cup and, and one of the <laughs> hardest Prix in the world, in my opinion, uh, Rolex Grand Slam. Um, so uh, they appreciate what we do and they reward every rider, uh, which is great to see. Absolutely. Thank you for that. I completely agree. For yourself personally, when you go through that clock tower and you hear that crowd cheer, can you just share your thoughts? Cool. <laughs> Thanks to get past that. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it just brings you back that, that, that there's, you know, this has been a special venue for me since I was much younger than I am now. Um, I've had the greatest memory here at Spruce Meadows. I had the chance to uh, win some major competition here at Spruce Meadows. Um, and one cannot get tired of hearing that noise going through that clock tower. Um, and I think it brings the best in me and it brings the best in everyone. Because the last thing you want to do is uh, disappoint the people cheering. But. Uh, there's much more than just that going through your head, to be honest, but it's too long to explain. <laughs> <laughs> Any further questions? Well, the week's not over for these three. The, the, the fences get higher and the times get tighter and the competition gets stiffer. So congratulations on a job well, one, uh, well done today and best of luck through the rest of the Masters. Well done. Thank you. So, you know, just so everyone knows that that might not know, Eric placed third in the TELUS Cup with Chaco Kid, sixth in the Akita Drilling Cup with Coco Bongo, and first in the Canna Cup, as we just finished listening to, with Chaco Kid. He placed seventh with Fine Lady in the Tourmaline fine, Cup. Fine Lady Five, yeah. Yeah, I wanted to say it that way. Sorry. So just let me repeat that part. Okay, so start with, so yeah. Eric placed, so just so people no, no. know. Okay, whatever. He placed seventh with Fine Lady Five in the Tourmaline Cup, first in the Suncor Energy winning round with Chaco Kid. And now let's talk about the Nations Cup because oh, it, yes. it was exciting. <laughs> oh, it was exciting. But at least the battle for second place. <laughs> mm, oh my goodness, yes. The Belgium team was untouchable. Mm. So they had nine faults in two rounds and they were able to drop the five for a total of four. Mm -hmm. So that was amazing. Yeah. Canada had nine faults in the first round, but they dropped an eight-fault round. Mm -hmm. And then they had five faults in the second round and dropped a score of five. Mm -hmm. So they ended up with a total of ten. Mm -hmm. right? Ireland had eight faults in the first round because they dropped a score of twelve. And they had 11 faults in the second round, so there was no way yeah. that by the time they got to the fourth rider, they already had three faults. So they would have been 11 anyway, mm -hmm. so he didn't run. Right. So, but for the Belgium team, this was the first <laughs> time they won the BMO Nations Cup. So yeah. everyone was absolutely thrilled for the team. And right? two of the members are cousins. Yeah, <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. too so much that was fun. cool too. Mm -hmm. And they said they've been doing really well together. Mm -hmm. It's their first Nations Cup together, actually. Mm, cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the Irish, oh my goodness. So such depth to their field of riders. Ten riders in the top hundred mm -hmm. riders in the world. Right. Right. And yet they haven't qualified for the Olympics yet. Mm. Ah, <laughs> hard to believe. Yes. So they have a final chance in Barcelona in October. Right. So we'll be watching for that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
So on to the CP International. Yeah. So one of my other favorites to watch, BZ Madden. Mm-hmm. I say BZ she's, makes it look easy. BZ makes it look yeah. easy. Yeah. She's it's pretty amazing. But you know, she and she always looks like she's not going fast enough. Yeah, I know. But that's that's deceiving, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> so did a great job with Derry Lou. And she did leave one time <laughs> fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she had one yeah. time fault in the jump off. So yeah. she yeah left a little opening for Eric, but that'll be in the press conference Mm -hmm. we'll listen to after, right? Right. And she She also... She jokes about it. Yeah, (laughs) she jokes about it. She did talk about Derry Lou. In this press conference we're going to listen to, she talked about Derry Lou being a bit fresh. Mm -hmm. The first day. The first first day or the day before (laughs) earlier in the week. But I did watch him in the Telus Cup, which was the first, one of the first uh, competitions on the Wednesday. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, it was pretty funny. We watched her go off course. Yeah, you know, like, and, then, I, and I'm going, what I've is gotta, she doing? But I've got to say, I've got to say, you're always stuck by the side of the arena, and I'm in there in the in the media center, and I'm going like, what's going on here? Yeah. Riders at this level don't go off course. What's going on here? So, so it was pretty cute, and then we realized she's just using her time. Yeah. in the arena to show him all the fences and, <laughs> and do a little training exercise yeah. right but the funny part was the announcer said oh it's nice to see that jumping horses can also do dressage <laughs> yes <laughs> so i did love what she said in the press conference so oh, let's have a listen to that sure for a day to finish off the spruce meadows masters read it Yes, 14 years since you've been in the, in the winter circle. <laughs> yes, so how does it feel? Uh, it feels amazing. Uh, you know, I, I was saying that this is such an amazing place. It's just an honor to be here. Any win is fantastic, but I have to say this one's pretty special. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Tell us a little bit about the, the second round and, and what you were able to do. The second round was a real bear. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I asked, uh, actually, I asked Anthony um, when I was walking the course this morning if they bothered to have a jump off. I hadn't looked at the chart yet. And Anthony said, yes, we have a jump off. He said, we may be jumping off for eight faults <laughs> with eight faults, but uh, no, uh, you know, you, when we walk this course, it always looks so difficult. Um, we, but you have to have faith because uh, there's always a good result. And um, I say Leopoldo is brave and knows what he's doing, and uh, I thought it was made for an amazing event today. But the second round was very difficult, yeah, the last line in particular. The other day when you won with Jerry Lou, you mentioned how fresh he was in that. And today, was he just sort of in the right uh, right frame of mind? Yeah, I'd say today he was just about right. You know, uh, I might have, in, I thought I left him a little too fresh when I was warming up the other day, but we got, I was, got away with it. He was good and great anyway, and uh, today I think he was just about right, so... Uh, it's nice when you have a plan and work, and it actually works out that way. Yeah. Are there any? I'm just curious. Are there any similarities between him and Judgment at all? Uh, they're both stallions. <laughs> um, but uh, actually, shockingly, Derry Lou has quite a big stride as well. Maybe not quite as big as Judgment when you open them up, but um, they're both uh, brave and they both like Spruce Meadows, apparently. <laughs> Rowan, can I ask you a little bit about what your horse is around today? Yeah, she was fantastic today. Um, it was my fault, really, that um, that rail, but I was so happy with her, and we managed to jump the last line, and, yeah, I couldn't ask for more from her. 
You know, it's, it's curious, the other day, uh, Kent Farrington was talking about this event, and he said about, it's just another Sunday. And so I'm actually, I'm going to ask you guys that. Is, is, was today just another Sunday? Or? Well, I hope the next Sunday's not like this one. I've got the wrong place. Beasy, what about you? For, for you, is it just another event? Or? Well, I mean, maybe another event at Spruce Meadows because okay. I think uh, it's. Uh, it, it's very, uh, you know, you have huge atmosphere here all the time and uh, always difficult jumping and uh, always very good uh, competition. So um, I find it uh, inspiring. Uh, I, I get much more excited about here than doing something where there is no crowd and, and people don't, you know, go press conference and all that. This, is, this makes it all, the sponsors and the fans and everything make it special. You're such a fan favorite here. Is that, is that kind of nice for you to go on there and people are cheering you just as if you were Yeah, a local? it's nice. I kind of have a feeling that Dairy Lou is the fan. Oh, <laughs> that they're fans okay. of Dairy Lou because he's, okay. he's so cute. But um, <laughs> but yeah, the fans here are great. They obviously are very loyal to their Canadian uh, riders, but they appreciate good sport as well. And Max can ask you about your course today and mm -hmm. your competition. Yeah, I was very happy with Chardonnay. Um, we are the first time uh, in, in Calgary, and uh, I have to say I was pretty impressed the first days. Over the days, I developed some face to the course designer, and <laughs> yeah, when I walked the second round, I said, okay, I wouldn't build this on my own at home, but if he builds it, might be okay. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so was it. Um, yeah, it's a fantastic venue, and I think we, we are very happy that we can be here. Daisy, you said Derry Lou because he's so cute and he, he looks like almost a pony who sort of attacks the course. What's he like to ride? Uh, he's just, he's not really nothing but a pleasure to ride. I, I always say uh, if anything goes wrong it's my fault because he does exactly what I ask him to do. He has a beautiful gallop and a beautiful jump and uh, his temperament is amazing. So um, yeah, he's careful and scopey. It's really, really a pleasure. And Max, you said the other night that you um, used the six bar to warm up for this, so it obviously worked well. Yeah, it worked well. <laughs> I already felt during uh, doing the six bars that he jumped better and better, and uh, I was happy that my theory felt good doing it. And the verticals look small today. <laughs> yes, they're very, very small. <laughs> Further questions? Ah, yes. I've for BZ. Congratulations. Since it was inaugurated in 2013, there have been 21 winners of the Rolex Grand Slam Show Jumping Majors. Um, you're the first female live contender. How does it feel? And do you now, now have your sights set on CHI Geneva in December? Uh... Yeah, I mean, Geneva, we were questioning whether we wanted to go there or not, but I'm guessing this might steal the fact that we probably do want to go there. Um, so, uh, and as far as winning, I mean, shoot, winning this is amazing, and to have the chance to to start my uh, trying to win the Grand Slam, and or at least a portion of it, would be amazing. Um, you're a fa fan favorite here, but so is Eric Lamanza. Did you have any strategy going just before him? 
Well, I thought I was pretty polite. I left him uh, <laughs> at a time fault, so um, if he had jumped clear, he could have beaten me. But no, uh, you know, Eric's a great, uh, he's always great with me, and uh, we have nothing but tremendous respect for each other. And uh, But, you know, when we're out there, we're, we're each trying to win, and we respect that as well. But um, yeah, uh, he's, he was gracious, and I'm happy when he wins. He's happy when I win, so... He might have liked to win today, but... <laughs> okay. You showed good manners. Well done. Uh, Rowan, Rowan, I don't know the pronunciation. Uh, we saw you brilliant in uh, the World Equestrian Games in uh, Tryon and also this summer here. But in Europe, we don't know you very well. So can you explain where you are based and what will you, would you do before the Olympics? Well, as... <laughs> As Max was saying before, every time Max and I are at a show, we seem to go quite well together. So, um, but I've just I've been in England for a long time, and uh, my my mare was bred in England, and uh, she she won a few Grand Prix, three and four stars, um, two years ago before I came here, and then yeah, it's um, North America has really suited her, and um, I'll stay over here and and use Bruce Meadows next year as um, uh, to get ready for for Tokyo. So you are, you are based here? No, we, we, we see him in June and July. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm a bit of a gypsy at the moment. Just <laughs> um, I go back to Lexington uh, to the Boone's place next week and the horses will base there for the next few shows and then, then down to Florida for the winter. Further questions? Leopoldo, how are you feeling? <laughs> After so many years here, I feel very happy. This year I have a very good field of riders and horses. We have the 11 or 10 of the best 20 and 5 of the best 10 of the world. That put me a lot of pressure on myself. And I need to produce a second round what is big and difficult, but not dangerous. And I decided to use the double vertical of skinny. I, I don't hurt anybody in a fence like this. And the oxers of the, of the, over the Liverpool was big enough, but I tried to don't overdo it on the oxers. And I think the new sport is a little bit like this. And here in, in, uh, in Calgary, we are very careful with the welfare of the animals and we try to do the best. We know we are the hardest, but in a good way. We try to be always the harder in a, in a good way, and I am very happy that today was really hard, but in a good way. They all seem to like your course. Yeah. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> are there any further questions? Well, I would like uh, to congratulate all of you on a uh, terrific Masters Tournament, but particularly today as we uh, hosted uh, our leg of the Rolex Grand Slam of show jumping, and now uh, we move on to uh, our friends in Geneva for the last one of uh, the 2019 calendar year. I know for today for uh, Kent Farrington, and it goes, he 
would have liked it to do, but he, he still has lots of inspiration to keep going down the road. And for BZ, uh, congratulations. Enjoy being in play. And to Max, we hope you enjoyed your first visit to Spruce Meadows. We look forward to seeing you many times in the future. And Rowan the other day told me that this is his church. <laughs> Horses are his church. So uh, you had a long service today, but it worked out rather well. Right, well done. Good yeah, Congratulations. Well done, everybody. Well, you know, if you want to see just how tough that second round was, go to the Facebook page and check out the course walkthrough. If you click on videos, you'll see all the videos we did when we were there. And we did a course walkthrough of the CP International course before it started with Peter Grant, one of the designers. And you may want to fast forward through some of the parts. It's an hour long. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's um, good, though. Yeah, yeah. And uh, But, you know, I thought this would be a good place to point out that we also have exclusive content. Um, part of the exclusive content that people will have access to is an interview with BZ Madden in episode 64. All right. Yeah. yeah. So I remember Lots of that. good interviews. In yeah. There. Okay, so another big favorite of mine is Sam Aldehan. Mm -hmm. And he was defending his championship title for last year with the CP International. And we did interview him last year. And we've got another interview coming up in a future episode. Sorry to see he didn't uh, manage to do that. Mm, this I know, time I know. And I was... I know. Also, rooting just, for him. <laughs> yeah, there's so many to root for. Right? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah, so, and I'd also like to give a shout out to a very local rider for us. Mm -hmm. So uh, lives in our Drossen right here in Strathcona County. Yeah. Caitlin Golka mm -hmm. on Fair Katie. Mm -hmm. So she was there uh, jumping in the All Canada Ring, and uh, she got fourth in the Oxford Cup and second in the Friends of the Meadow Cup. So I got a chance to watch her in those competitions, but I didn't have time to catch her for an interview. Yeah, I wonder so who her trainer is. Oh, well. Oh, I think <laughs> I knew that. Hmm, okay. So well, that would be interesting, too. I think she's too. riding out of Gore's line, but, but oh, I'll get yes. an interview with her. I think you're right. Her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we'll, we'll try and track her down and get an interview with her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, we have one more teeny but fun interview that I'm sure you're going to enjoy. And before that, I just wanted to share some insight. It's that time of year when there are many things you need to think about, either as a new horse owner or even as a horse owner of many years. And Winter's coming. Yes. <laughs> I would highly recommend downloading the Equinely Inclined podcast episode guide and checking out episodes 14, 15, and 16. These episodes have aged well, and the information and interviews in them is well worth revisiting. Oh, I'll be sure to do that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Myself, yeah. Uh, you know, Sylvia, people have been asking me yeah they always say all this grass wow all the grass you had this summer it sounds uh it's great hey <laughs> I <had to> say, <laughs> usually <laughs> no <laughs> no it wasn't so great yeah well you know you only think that when you don't know much about horses you know that horses eat grass and it sounds like it's got to be a really good thing or you don't have easy keepers right so, you know yes. summer is that time of the yeah. year when I generally save money by mm -hmm. being able to keep the horses on pasture instead of buying feed but this year mm. a larger number of my horses than normal had to be kept off the grass they're, they're because older. it was so rich mm -hmm. well yeah, I mean, easy keepers, well, metabolic problems, ponies <laughs> testing for PPID, Morgans, not yeah. just ponies, Morgans mm -hmm. have this issue too. Yeah. Uh, testing for PPID. Mm -hmm. So, you know what? I That's another one that we have. We covered oh. an interview. <laughs> we covered an interview no, with yes. one of the veterinarians um, on PPID. 
and that's in episode 95. Now, that one's not in there, the uh, the content yet, but yeah. I will be getting that in. Yeah, that mm-hmm. as I recall, that was a very good interview. It was a very good interview. So, and you know, they also said, though, in this entire area, when I was talking to the vet about my issues, they said mm-hmm. there were horses all over the county having issues because <sighs> of the richness of the grass yes. this year. Yes, So, yeah, yeah, not necessarily a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I I remember um, the same sort of thing was happening back in 1996, and horses were coming up with founder, <laughs> like horses that never have founder were coming mm-hmm. up with founder mm-hmm. because the grass was so rich. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh well, you know what? Strangely, just to say, founder isn't my issue right now so much. Yeah, but but well, maybe partially. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Um, you know, the much-loved series Heartland has started a new season, and it might surprise our listeners that we have interviews with some of the cast of Heartland. I think there's only one in the subscription area for now, and that would be in episode 30. So if you're a Heartland fan, you will want to listen to that oh, for, for sure. sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So head over to Download the Guide, and on the first page, it will tell you how to get to the equinely inclined exclusive content. Mm-hmm. So, this is the interview that we have. It was such a special moment. Two little girls, and mm-hmm. do you want to tell what happened, or should we? It's only two minutes long. Did you want to talk yeah. about it? Or? Let's just listen to it, because I think I did too much talking in that interview to begin with. <laughs> it was so adorable. Okay. So, Sylvia and I, Diana, are here at Spruce Meadows 2019, and we just witnessed the most awesome thing that Eric Lamaze did when he was riding by, and uh, we've got two young girls with us here, two young fans, and Sophia and Aria, right, girls? Uh, Okay, I should have let you say that. And tell us what happened. What happened after the CP International? We were just waving our hands, and then he came over and threw the whip ribbon, and we caught it. Well, we kind of caught it, but... (laughs) Then we kind of were, were surprised that he threw it. Yeah. So that's really amazing. He rode right up on his horse, didn't he? But yes. then the wind kind of caught it and blew it to the ground. But one of the cameramen picked it up yeah. and handed it to yeah. you. Yeah. So, would you like to be riding yourself? Yes. Yes, yes. both of you. Mm-hmm. You think you might get a chance to do some riding? I hope. Yeah. We really hope so. <laughs> and so, what did it mean to you that Eric did that? I felt special. I felt really special. I've never had that before. And yeah. you, Aria? Same. The same? <laughs> yeah. Special, I'm yeah. sure. Boy, that never happened to me. Yeah. That's so awesome. You're just so lucky. <laughs> so is this the first time you've been to Spurs Meadows? Yes. No. No? Not for Aria. Twice, I think. You've been here twice? Yes. Do you like watching the horses jump? Yeah, I love horses. And where do you watch? Do you watch right close, as close as you can get? Yes. Yeah, I really like watching them. The horses are my favorite animal. Oh, that's awesome. Have you seen the other part of Spruce Meadows? Uh, Have you been around and seen the grounds? Kind of, mm-hmm. yeah. But mostly you spend time near the jumping. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, congratulations, girls. How lucky are you? There would be a thousand young girls here today that would have loved to have got that ribbon yeah. from Eric. <laughs> wow. Thank you. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. 
So I found out afterwards that Eric is actually um, doing this after all of his classes now. Right. He's, he's continually doing this, finding finding kids to toss ribbons and flowers to. I think that's so special. It is so special. Yeah. yeah. It'd be fun to see if, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm. you know, who knows? Maybe those girls, they did say they want to jump. That's could good. could really inspire them. Well, even yeah. if they get involved with horses, you know, that would be wonderful. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, um, I should point out that it isn't that far from the Chilliwack main event, Diana, and um, um, I have our rooms booked, so I guess it's okay to tell people they should book (laughs) theirs too. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) That would be the event that we have coming up. Mm Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to get to that one. You're not going to be going. Okay. I kept, I was holding out. I thought, ah, maybe you'll change your mind. Yeah, well, I have a a birthday (laughs) for my granddaughter and also the Hastings Lake Hoedown where we do the pony rides so we'll be introducing new kids to oh well that's good to riding that's good Mm -hmm. okay well and speaking of um, new new people and that Uh sort of thing we always like to welcome our newest visitors to the equinely inclined Facebook page and right now we'd like to give a big welcome to Tim from Thorsby Alberta and Adele from somewhere. Yes. <laughs> I believe I know who this Adele is. We know who Adele is. Yes, yes we do. We're just we not sure her. where she's from. We Southern, met her. South, met her south of Cal- Calgary. We yeah. met her in Calgary, yes. Yes. So, listeners, we can't wait to see you in the group so we can be more engaged with you. Go to the page at facebook.com slash inclined and click on visit group or I think it says join group to get started. And if you're one of those horse-crazy people, or if you know a horse-crazy person who doesn't know how to fill that horseless void, let us know. We (laughs) want to help. And please find someone new to introduce to the world of horses. Mm Mm-hmm. So, until our next episode, bye from Sylvia Schneider. And Diana Balbar. And give your horses big hugs for us.